Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. So hi, everyone, and welcome to our Mind Over Menopause podcast show. I'm joined today by Tracy McAlpine. So welcome, Tracy. Hi, so nice to be here with you. And you, it's really lovely to have you. So I'm going to do the usual four questions. I'm going to ask you these four questions and let's see where the conversation takes us. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about you. Well, I'm 62 and I started a website just over 10 years ago to put really good information on the internet for women to look good and feel good as they get older. So this is something I'm passionate about, just helping women to be the best they can at any stage of their life. Beautiful. I need to connect you with one of my clients. I think she'd love to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, how did menopause affect you in your working life? Or does it affect you? I mean, you may still be going through it. Well, actually, I was in some ways quite lucky that I wasn't actually working when I went through menopause. I had quite a big career break. I had 25 years as a stay-at-home mum. So I left a career in advertising and brought up my children. So I was actually very lucky because I think it's very much harder going through the menopause when you are in the workplace. And saying I was lucky I think I just researched and found what really worked for me and I think that's one of the key things is finding what works for you Mm, and I think a lot of our guests are saying that it's there's not much um out there that's given to you you have to go and do the work for yourself and everybody is going through their own journey and very different symptoms so it is about finding the things that work for you Yeah. Mm. And at the time, there wasn't the information. Um, Obviously, at 62, it was quite a long time ago that I went through the menopause. And then I think we have one book and we all shared it. We just passed it around. (laughs) And it was hard. We didn't have the Internet as it is now. So you couldn't research and you didn't. um, I think one of the hardest things was you didn't have other people going through it at the same time because even if your Mm. friends were of a similar age everybody's menopause journey starts at a different time so Mm. unlike puberty when you all went through the things at very similar time menopause very different Mm. and and just so varied yeah okay so what would you say was the biggest challenge for you then it was finding the biggest challenge was uh finding how to cope with mood swings. Um, I did have some hot flushes. I found sleeping very difficult. Mm. So for me, it was finding the really good supplements that worked and 
Attitude. I think attitude made a big difference. I was always positive about the menopause. I always thought, yes, this is the phase in my life that I have to deal with, as we all do with every phase in our life. But the biggest thing for me that made the the biggest difference was exercise. Exercise and water. I know it sounds so simple, but most of us don't drink enough water. So drinking lot of water cutting back on caffeine I stopped drinking coffee I had seven years when I didn't drink coffee and running I became Forrest Gump I just ran and ran and ran and the more I ran and the more I exercised the better I felt and Mm. it's such a simple solution and I know it's hard to get into it if you don't exercise but it really did help me so you lost me at coffee. I'm joking. Um, I can't give up coffee yet. And I know it's probably not. Healthy, I can't now. I just can't give it up. I can't I'm now. Saying, oh, I, I'm not going to the symptoms. Yeah. I know. I noticed you said you stopped for seven years. I, I did read into that that you carried on. Oh, I'm <laughs> there. I blame you. I'm, I'm back. You, honey. I'm back there. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, I'd rather just have the hot blushes and not give up my coffee. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, so I think it's, it's important to, I think the mindset thing is the biggest piece from what you were just saying there, that attitude, you know, if, if Gail was here, she would be saying, have a can-do attitude. And I think if you yeah. can embrace menopause rather than blame it, and there is a lot of blame when you look at other posts that people put out there around menopause, it's all oh, the menopause is doing this, that and the other, but we have the choice then to take back control. And it sounds like you've done some of those things. You've worked out what works for you, what works for your body. And some great tips there for people who are listening. I think you're so right, though, that um, I wish we had more positivity about the the menopause Mm. and less negativity. Mm. So you mentioned that there were certain triggers. I know you've said about coffee. Were there other things that triggered your menopausal flushes? No, and I I didn't have them for very long. I, I didn't have a problem with things like spicy food that I know a lot of people have a problem with. Um, Hot conditions. I remember actually when I was in menopause going to Venice and it was incredibly hot and literally just feeling like I was melting from Mm. my head to my toes. But my hot flushes actually were fairly short lived. The worst was waking up in the night you know, absolutely drenched through and bed sheets and everything soaked. But actually, it was fairly short-lived. And I did find that once I got my supplementation right, that actually did help. And I think now there's so many formulated products, there's so many menopause-specific supplements that we just didn't have then. I had to kind of make them up with, you know, high-dose B vitamins and omegas and things like that. Now you can buy one off the shelf that's ready formulated. Mm. And you mentioned, I just want to go back to your friends for a moment, you mentioned your friends and talking about your menopausal symptoms. Did you find that you had a a support circle around you, even though they were going through different times? No, I think that's a big thing, isn't it? And I think it's good that we're opening those conversations, at least now, so that people aren't on their own. As you say, I hadn't really thought of it, of everyone going through at different stages, but you do. I'm just happen to have some friends that are going through it with me. Yeah. No, it's I didn't have anybody going through it. And my mother had had a hysterectomy very young and went straight on to HRT. So almost skipped 
menopause and never discussed mm. it, never told me anything about no. it. Um, so I had no reference point. And no, my friends, I had a lot of friends who were 10 years older than me. They'd already gone through it. Mm-hmm. And I no, didn't have anybody. It was kind of on your own. Mm. And just just have this one book and just figure it out for yourself. So I'm mm. really pleased now that younger women have got a lot more guidance and it is spoken about. I just don't want it to become something that younger women fear. And mm. this is what's happening. I just get this feeling that younger women are thinking, I'm going to go on to HRT way before I go into menopause because then I won't mm. have to go through it. Mm. And I think we focus a lot on women who have, and I know women have very, very serious conditions. You know, I've worked with people who are treating women who can't leave the house, who really mm. have such anxiety issues. And it, it really is, it's, it's a massive thing in a woman's life. But on the flip side, there's a lot of women who are sailing through it. I've never had HRT. I didn't take HRT. Mm. I found a solution for me. And there are a lot of women who are doing that. But that's very, it's very quiet. That, that sort of mm. goes unnoticed. Mm. 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 Some valid, really valid points that you've raised there. Thank you. So what would be your one piece of advice that you would share with women who are going through the same experience or similar? That this is a actually quite a short period of your life. You think when you go into it that oh my goodness, this this is um, you know you're now menopausal for the rest of your life. But those symptoms often last a very short time while your hormones are fluctuating, and once they settle down and you find what balances your body, you will then come through it fairly quickly. This is it's not the end; it's really the start. <laughs> Brilliant. That's really lovely. Well, thank you. It's been lovely having you on as a guest. Where can people find out more about you if they want to connect with you after the show? Well, my website is fighting50.co.uk and they can find me there or on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, pretty much all the social media. Fantastic. We'll pop that in the show notes for you. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Well, it's been great meeting you. And you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guest shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.